your female lead in Shallan and your male lead in Kaladin never interact ever. The entire book, the entire story, they don't say a word to each other. They don't know each other exist. So that just the fa- just the fact that you have a female lead and a male lead that fans are going to want them to interact and they don't for the entire story makes it really hard to do in a movie. You can do that in a in a TV show because you can have, you know, you can jump back and forth between characters over here, characters over there, and it it works better that way, but to have it at the end of like at the end of the story they don't even meet yet, like how do you have a full resolution of a movie without your female lead and your male lead meeting? It just wouldn't it wouldn't work. Let's talk about the way of kings going forward from a from a pop culture perspective. So the way of kings is picking up quite a bit of steam when it comes to pop culture. There are there are quite a few people picking up Brandon Sanderson's books that aren't like necessarily fantasy readers. They just have heard good things and are picking up the book. And this is all without a an adaptation. There is one VR video game that's in existence. There is one um uh, there's one album like it's from the Black Piper and that's kind of it. That's like all we've gotten from uh for adaptations of of The Way of Kings. And the the VR video game is very I don't want to say bad but it's not great so that's that's all we have so as uh as we move forward with pop culture and things what is your your guys's most anticipated medium of adaptation for the way of kings whether that be video game movie TV show what have you anything else I'm not thinking of what are you guys looking forward to the most for an adaptation? Um, Tim, I'll start with you. Okay, cool. I was not expecting that. What I had here, after the incredible work that um, I've heard was done with most of Game of Thrones, I've not watched it myself, not particularly my cup of tea, so to speak. Um. I I am really excited for a live action TV show um, because I think it's something they could do, um, and it could be incredible. Um, and there there are some some interesting things they would have to overcome to to make sure that they're still making it um, true to true to the book, uh, which a TV show is just so much easier than a movie. Cough cough, Aragon. Um, and, um, I think it could be really well done. However, um, I would also enjoy if they went the route of an animated TV show. Um, I've not watched a lot. I've only watched a couple here and there, but the animated medium could be 
I, I, I think it could be better in some ways for um, making it so you don't have actors putting on this bulky and weird shard plate and like, how are you going to make that work? Um, and then also just being able to get certain details accurate um, that you're not having to worry about scene and setting in the real world because that would be very difficult. And most of it would probably end up having to be CGI anyway if you did go the route of live action. Um, but I would say that's probably my most anticipated, um, the one I'm most excited for. So I'll weigh in on, in on this in a second, but I'll let Paul go first because uh, this is also your uh, most anticipated, is it not? This is, yes. Uh, specifically with the live action TV show, like Tim mentioned, there's there's a lot of like pretty recent shows that have showcased one i think we have the power to make outstanding tv shows like shows like game of thrones and there there are many others that you know even in like a mythical world with lots of cgi and created elements it looks outstanding um so i think we're definitely like ready for that and to make this like a very very high quality the reason why I specifically think it should be a TV show, um, there's a lot of storylines that could not be tied up in movies, I think, unless you had another like Marvel Universe, almost. Um, but with, with, with TV shows it, it specifically, I think you could present it in a way that would not line up I, exactly with the books. But ultimately, later on, it would kind of finish together. So I think you could start... I feel like the biggest challenge, by the way, would be you have these multiple storylines going on at once, and how do you tie that together? I think you could start well with Kaladin as your protagonist going through his story. And let's say about five or so episodes in, you start to drop in part of the episodes. You start to be introduced to Shalon and... Dalinar and these other aspects of the world um, and then you kind of grow from there and especially with mul a multiple seasons thing you could have you know your season one kind of going with Dal with Kaladin and then expanding into the other characters and then as you go into the other seasons kind of focusing more on the other characters having episodes more focused one way than the other and I feel like it could do a lot of justice to that as well as just having the freedom of multiple seasons would allow you to fit in all the information you need to and all, all those scenes. But I think a specifically a live action TV show would be super epic. I think it could be very well done with the technology we have and just look outstanding. Um, that would be my only argument over an animated film uh, is I think it would just, it could look amazing with live action. So I mean, here's kind of the elephant in the room that we're kind of mentioning, but not really, is it's almost impossible to make a classic blockbuster movie. It's it's near impossible. I I can't think of a way to do it well. I I think the only way you could make this into one, you know, two and a half, three hour movie is if you dropped Shalon completely. You'd have to cut storyline out of the movie and just make a, a Kaladin down our movie and even then it'd be a stretch yeah and the the way or there's a couple things that um 
that make the movie extremely hard is a your female lead in Shalon and your male lead in Kaladin never interact ever. The entire book, the entire story, they don't say a word to each other. They don't know each other exist. So that just the fa- just the fact that you have a female lead and a male lead that fans are going to want them to interact and they don't for the entire story makes it really hard to do in a movie. You can do that in a in a TV show because you can have, you know, you can jump back and forth between characters over here, characters over there, and it it works better that way, but to have it at the end of like at the end of the story they don't even meet yet, like how do you have a full resolution of a movie without your female lead and your male lead meeting? It just wouldn't it wouldn't work. The second one the second thing that really lends itself to not being a movie and more of a TV show is the location doesn't change. And if you think about TV shows, most TV shows are centered around one location and characters moving in and out of that location. The main storyline is in one spot. Yeah, there's there's like a few notable sets. Right. But it's not like always moving, yeah. For the most part, yeah. In, in a movie, you want to have gone somewhere. Like, maybe you end up in the same spot at the end, but you need to move somewhere to feel like the story is moving. That's not the case with a TV show. So, um, that's why that, that's why we're bringing up TV show, I guess, I think, is because the, those are the two main things. Is there anything else that you guys think, besides just the length of it, um, that would be hard for a, a movie? I, I agree with everything you guys are, are saying, though. A movie pretty off the table if 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 i learned that you know tomorrow that they were going to make a movie of of the way of kings tim you you mentioned already what i would be terribly afraid of is another aragon another maybe you know a quarter of the story plucked out and and poorly stitched together it would i'd be scared i'd be really scared that they were gonna gonna butcher it i think even with a live action tv show i'd be a little nervous just because there's so much magic and so much large scale scale stuff going on in here. It would have to be a top of the line, triple A, high budget show. I don't think there's any of this without a lot of really good props, a lot of high quality CGI, just the kind of nature of the the scale of things that are happening in here. It would have to be triple A quality. Otherwise, I think it would fall pretty hard. I agree. Yeah, I would I would imagine this is like the if the Lord of the Rings TV show that's going to be coming out and the the Wheel of Time that they're making if those do well moving on from the hype of that they could go into um something like the Stormlight Archive. Yeah. I agree. Something that I would be hesitant for with an animated series versus a live action series is animated tv shows usually are lower budget because there are less people involved and i think you need all of the animators you could get to to really do it justice because a there's so much content and like for an animated tv show versus an animated movie i think of uh hatter shane your dragon if you've ever watched the How to Train Your Dragon shows on Netflix, 
they are way way worse than the movies they are like the animation is bad the voice acting is like rushed like you can tell that these voice actors had one day to do this and they are reading their lines and that that's that's just how the show is it's a very low budget very rushed versus the animated movies which i think are some of the best animated movies ever so that's the only hesitation i would have um for an animated tv show is because i don't think we've seen an animated tv show yet that would do the storm that archive justice story-wise absolutely you have uh the last airbender stuff like that that like have they have the content they just don't have the visuals that i think storm that archive would would demand so i think as exciting and awesome as a really well done tv series would be live action tv series i think honestly the most that the adaptation i'm looking forward to the most that i think could be maybe the most exciting would be a video game actually kind of back to the the idea that this series requires investment from the from the reader i think a video game caters to that kind of system really well in order to really get into a video game that requires a lot of just time but you know some thought and some practice or training or whatever on the part of the players to really get into a video game that meshes really well with i think how the book itself is is written and so i think a really well done video game would be really really exciting either i think something on the epic scale of like an rpg would be the the obvious choice something that really has that depth for you to explore the the world and let you kind of get to different magic systems and different races and different places that you can visit i think that would all be super cool i think honestly if i if i had to pick like a dream adaptation i think what i'd love to see is a co-op rpg where it's required that you have, i suppose you can maybe have like a an ai or something play the second character but a model where you play as an unknown or brand new radiant and your co-op player is your spren your honor spren like like sill is and the the two of you have to you have to grow and unlock new abilities and you have to go and you know save the world explore all these different locations you could interact with the main storyline you could maybe somehow tie into some of the events I'm, I'm assuming maybe future books would be better for this but you know meet Dalinar or meet Kaladin or meet Zeth or have some interactions with those, but not necessarily play as those characters. Get to get to create your own Night Radiant. Get to pick your order or, you know, take the test and then get placed in your, your order. That'd be a dream of mine. So I don't know how much you've kept up with epic RPGs in the in the recent history, but there have been quite a bit of PlayStation exclusives. The two that come to mind for, for me right now is The Last of Us and um it's not exclusive but red dead redemption um those two have been really really good for immersion is what everybody says there's a couple other ones like detroit become human and spider-man as well um but there's there's quite a few recent games like like kind of what you're talking about that are just full-on rpgs and um you kind of immerse yourself and it's just a, a 10 hour console game type of thing. And I think what you're saying is the co-op thing would be really cool. Assuming like one of your, like your co-op is your spread and then you have to like 
grow in your abilities with them and then you can combo things with your with your spren to get synchronize your, your, yeah. your actions yeah that, that'd exactly. be really cool i i really agree as for me i also think a video game adaptation would be the best way to do this and for me it is a uh full-on world of warcraft style um or mmorpg and so this is coming from the perspective from someone who's played lord of the rings online for quite a few hours and long lord of the rings quite a few folks he means um thousands and thousands (laughs) yes by over years yeah yes so um long lord of the rings online rant aside the the attention to detail that they have in that game is this really the selling point for me like it's not the most vis- it's not the most beautiful game although i do think it's a very pretty game it's not the most entertaining game as opposed to as it comes to like entertainment like wow that was really fun but it is the most immersive game that i've ever played because their attention to detail and their their love of tolkien that they've had going into it they've crafted it with such care and it's so big like the the game is huge that a game exactly like that maybe not exactly there are a couple of improvements you can have but a game very much like that um adapted to the storm that archive and even the the whole cosmere as a whole if we can always dream you know but um a Stormlight Archive MMORPG, I think, would be really, really cool. I think, I don't know if I will ever get to play such a game, ever, but we, we can we can always hope, right? I would put a lot of hours in that game, for sure. Yeah. I mean, they could do something like what Lord of the Rings Online has done with just gradually making it larger and larger and... Yeah. Just as the story progresses and hey, a new book comes out and you can add new content with that. Right. That that is one of my favorite styles of video games. Um and I I would really enjoy that. You could like have a shard blade and your shard blade could, you know, level up with you and all sorts of cool things. <laughs> all right. So whether it be TV show, movie, whatever, on a screen, what would you guys be most, what what scene in The Way of Kings would you be most anticipated to see? Whether it be animated, live action, video game, whatever. Mine is The Wander Sale. I think going on and going out on the Shattered Plains, finding Hoyd and having Hoyd talk to you about the wander sail and seeing those visuals of him with his flute and the smoke like dancing for Kaladin. I, I think they're, that would be awesome to see anybody else. For sure. So mine, I, okay. So my, if I had to pick a top scene in a movie or a show or a game or anything like that, it'd be the first spotlight we have of Kaladin, I guess, showcasing his search binding where he's dodging the arrows and kind of zipping around and the Parshendi are super upset with him. As soon as we read that part of the book, I just instantly like could envision that. And I think it would be, what would 
be most exciting um, to watch. Yeah, yeah, I would most anticipated somewhat because it would be the first part, but the prelude. Um, whether you're gonna add that in as like the the opening cutscene of um, a video game or any adaptation, um, if they were going to do that prelude where you you're meeting those those characters who abandon their fellow um, and just the epicness of that whole situation and. You know, kind of like, kind of like when you turn on Fellowship of the Ring, and everything goes dark, and then Kate Blanchett's voice come on, comes on, and you're like, "Wow, this is an awesome movie." Um, mm. I'm just imagining, like, "Oh, you're so excited, so so much anticipation," or you're like, "Eh, I wonder what's gonna happen," and that opening cutscene, and you're just like, "This is epic! What am I getting into?" I think you. It's kind of be funny to. It would also lend itself to a uh, to a tutorial, like it could just like have a grand sweep of this epic battle that's just ended, and then it just drops you behind Kalak, and then you have to walk up to the shard blades like over there, and then you kind of just you know walking around a little bit, observing Press the whole battle. F to pick up your shard blade. Exactly. Press yeah. F to input shard blade. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So my, I think, most anticipated scene would actually be the one that Paul predicted from like the very beginning, and that's Kaladin strung up in the high storm itself. I think that moment could be depicted so powerfully where not just the like physical energy of that, I think you could really just show how violent the high storms are more than just like footage you've seen of like a hurricane showing that power, showing Kaladin fighting so hard against it, showing Syl like in front of him, you know, trying to hold back the the storm and then him entering into that calm where he meets the storm father for the first time. I think that's a whole scene that I just can't quite wrap my mind around. I want to see so badly someone show that in, you know, a full CGI as it's envisioned in Brandon Sanderson's mind kind of scene, I think it would be really, really cool. I agree. I completely agree with that one. It's a very yeah. good scene. Would be. All right. Any, any closing thoughts for our finale episode of the way of Kings? We have words of radiance in front of us, but as for the way of Kings, we are finished. Any closing thoughts? I do have some closing thoughts. And in fact, I I took it upon myself to write a little something to to summarize our experience here in the the Way of Kings. I loved how in our last episode we you Trevor took us into the end note of of the Way of Kings and you you showed us how that uh that little poem is written in the the end note there. It's a description for something that's the same, you know, in, in the two directions. You can fold it onto itself. Symmetrical. Symmetrical. Thank you, Tim. What? Okay. That's the word you can think of. <laughs> it's symmetrical. Yeah. It's symmetrical. You'd already said that one. I I loved that little poem that was that was symmetrical. 
was attributed to the the different titles of the the parts and i thought that was fantastic and i had to stare at it really hard for a little while to try and wrap my my mind around it and i thought that was such a fun little device there that i i took it upon myself to try and write my own ketek for for the way of kings and i tried to pull as much of the the content of the way of kings into it as i could so this is this is probably terrible but it is my attempt at a ketek to summarize the way of kings you guys honor builds a true bond speaking the binding truth built in honor like wow. a ketek you probably have to read it yeah. in order to to uh you know see some of the the symmetry in it i can copy and paste it into the can you give it to us one more time guys yep let me let me paste it so you guys can can see it it's going to be towards the top of the, the outline But yeah, one more time. Honor builds a true bond, speaking the binding truth built in honor. And I, I took a little bit of creative license with the description that you get in the end note where they say you can change, you know, verb tenses and kind of the forms of the words, but mm -hmm. it's pretty close to the same forward and backwards. And I tried to have the the five different concepts, if you will, so you can break it up into five different blocks if you if you try. But yeah. That was my attempt at a symmetrical Ketik to summarize Wave Kings. Wow, I'm very impressed. That's really cool. It is. I'm, I'm impressed. I was whenever we read that before and learned what a Ketik was, I was like, "There's only like so many of these you could write. There's probably like four in the world, <laughs> you know. They're very, very difficult. Um, so I'm impressed. Yeah, I'm gonna have to." spend some time marinating on that yeah i'm reading through the lays of beleriand um, because i found that i just love reading tolkien's poetry yeah um, kind of a similar thing there cool all right with those words from elliot i think we can close this episode thank you for joining me uh, in the Way of Kings, Paul and Elliot, and thank you for guesting on this this episode, Tim. And thank you to Brandon Sanderson for writing such an amazing work that we get to read and, and discover. Fantastic work. To Sanderson. Oh, yeah. To Sanderson. <laughs> Hydration. Let's get Hydration. <laughs> Water. Hydration station. Yes. All right. See ya. Farewell. Sayonara. Next time.